Welcome to Hogwarts. <clears throat> Hello, hi. Dave here, we're back. Um, what is this? Episode 112 of the Post Show. Welcome to the Part Time Otaku Podcast. If you haven't heard us before, we talk about uh, anime and also other things. Uh, this is a pretty anime heavy episode, but also lots of live action on the back half, so stay tuned. What do we cover this week? Ninja Kamui, that pilot uh, for that anime that just came out. It's a real pain to track down. But Grant's got you covered on that. We do solo lo uh, solo leveling episode six, Shangri La Frontier. I uh, took Grant's recommendation a little late, but I did eventually get into it. Uh, and then, of course, that connects us uh, naturally to Harry Potter. And I start uh, I go on a rage-induced tangent about David Yates. Uh, then we do Free Run episode twenty-two, and then uh, we have a long and spirited discussion on the state of True Detective and uh, its genesis, the franchise as a whole, before ending on Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the Amazon Prime series, and Grant gives us a little sneak peek on a Studio Bones documentary. Altogether, a fun episode. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. <laughs> Hey there, Grant. Hey, David. We were just talking about uh, Super Bowl commercials yeah. and mm. uh, how we had both seen the uh, House of the Dragon mm. uh, trailer. Definitely awakened uh, more interest in uh, Game of Thrones for me. I'm excited. It was a good trailer, honestly. Yeah. You know, they turn away, but I just couldn't look away. In a very uncharacteristic move, I was at a Super Bowl party for that. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was the one game I watched uh, in the last calendar year. And uh, I don't know if you watched it. I did, yeah. I did not like it. Man, I don't like football at all. No, I like football. I, I will say, like, I, I don't think... I don't think I watched a single game this year. Mm -hmm. I caught the, 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 like, the big qualifying one for, like, the Baltimore and Can Kansas City there. I watched some of that. I was, in a, I was buying dog food. And mm. the teenager working the cash getting the game on his phone. That's funny. I, I stayed in the store for, like, five minutes and watched it. But, um... Yeah, no, I I normally do. I catch a couple games here. Like I like the Bills. Like I've always liked the Bills. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, <sighs> it was boring. Very boring game. Couple like couple really awesome plays, obviously. But yeah, it's a tough. Yeah, it's a tough. That was a tough game. But you know what was interesting to me is that like I was, it was a relatively good sample size of people at the Super Bowl party, mm. and as soon as that house or bar house. Okay. And as soon as the House of the Dragon episode or uh, trailer came on, you know, that's like this is why you do Super Bowl ads, right? It incites yeah. conversation. Yeah. Everyone around, oh, did you see the first season? And it's so interesting to just like watch it ripple throughout the party because it's like, I'm oh, I loved it. To my podcast. Well, no, not even. I was just, I was just curious. It's always just interesting to like see where people are and like, oh my god, yeah. because it's funny. You can watch, like, five side conversations take place of just, like, oh, my God, what a strong season. I really hope it doesn't go the way of Game of Thrones. Like, you just hear people sure. going, like, yeah. oh, I really hope the ending's good. Or I hope that, you know, season two is as good as season one. Because everyone's just has so much uh, has so much Game of Thrones trauma that it's they're fun, It's fun when a show can just, like, everyone becomes, like a reviewer right like yeah you know, it, it doesn't matter like you said like sample, like just, just so many different groups all, all together 
but uh, yeah, no, I don't. Know. It, it was a good trailer. I liked I liked Tusk and Dragon. I thought yeah, uh, I, I did too. Um, the main character because they they I don't want to say I don't think it's split in half, but you know because they age up the cast right yeah. or like parts yeah. of the cast, which is interesting. But the young girl who played Rhaenyras, the blonde. Uh, Millie Alcock. Actually, yeah, she, she's in the news recently, funny enough. Because she got cast in, what is it? She's Supergirl? She's going to be Supergirl. For James Gunn? James Gunn in the Superman movie. Okay, so, okay, that's that was big, my next question. For her. <laughs> that was my next question, is like, is she Supergirl in some random, like, Warner Brothers TV CW show? Or is it no. like... No, this is big okay. screen. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, so it's in the, the next premiere Superman movie. That mm-hmm. is a big get. Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen her. I've seen her in this, or in like House of Dragon. That's it, right? Like so. It's, Same here. It's quite a jump. That is a big her. jump. But uh, she did a really good job. Yes, in she was good. That first uh, chunk of the season. Um, anything else stick out from the Super Bowl? Like, uh, like I mean, even just ad ad wise. Ad wise, no. Really we, big you know, projects? Canada, we don't get all that much, depending on how you watched it. You were watching your sort of VPN, getting all the American. No, no, we had we were watching it through the zone, <laughs> but and so I figured it would be American ads, but I guess they mm. saw that the location was in Canada. But even like outside of actually watching it live, like there are usually like you know a number of yeah I've a seen number of ads that go big the, online. The Paramount one that you had sent uh, to our group chat. What one? What Paramount the, one? There's like the Hey Arnold, like you know, and then um, uh, uh, Patrick Stewart was in it. It was like a bunch of like Paramount branded um, stuff, and it was like a, you know, like a meta, very metaverse thing. Yeah, but uh, I think that's the only like major American one that they saw. See yeah. how Paramount like fired a bunch of people today. Yeah, there's yeah. also there's also just you know some interesting stuff going on. Like what, I think I sent you that thing maybe last week, like ESPN. Formula One, mm. uh, there's a there's a sports streaming service coming. NBA, no. MLB, like li- UFC, literally everything. Like a go-to, they're all joining forces to form an unholy alliance. Um, maybe, yeah, I think, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I think the NHL signed a deal with Netflix That's for 2025 streaming games through the platform, I believe. Very it might, yeah, it might not be the NHL. I'm pretty sure it's the NHL, but uh, that's that's, that's a huge deal. Like, you know, people are like jumping off these hoops anyway. Like, actually, the funny thing, like, to get the game to work was, you know, actually, you know, this might be actually a really good uh, kind of segue to uh, Ninja Kamui. Did you check that out? No, dude, I had no method <laughs> of checking it out. <laughs> it took me 30 minutes to finally get it running today. And so, what? Where did you end up watching it? So I had to, like, through my internet provider, I have like a like a digital TV service or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was given five like a la carte channels. Like I've never used it. I have I have it for HBO, like the easy way to watch HBO stuff. Yeah. I just swapped out one of my channels, a la carte, for Adult Swim. Oh yes, you told me that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I was able to get it. Um, but uh, dude, ads now on demand. There never used to be ads. This. It was. It broke my mind trying to watch this anime, and it cuts to like a subway commercial. I wanted to like beat my ass. <laughs> That's absurd. Like, this, it's awful, 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 awful. Dave, I will say though, um, you should probably watch that. The <laughs> Ninja Kamui one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the director from season one and the movie of Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh yes, yes, because yes. it, uh, it feels like it. <laughs> there was like news about that, right? Like the director from season one of Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man had like left and are doing yes. their own thing. Yeah. So this must be the 
the Jujutsu Kaisen guys show. Unreal. It, okay. It's very like, it's it's you know as I was watching it, like I knew like that had happened, but I never associated the show with him that, that being him. Yeah. And literally the first like anime like flip scene, like a spinning attack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, that looks like Gojo. It was uh-huh. like a move that he did. Like that's very you know. And then I finished it, and you know I did my research. I'm like, oh duh, like yeah. Uh, I will say, Dave, um, probably the highest production value I've seen wow. in a little while. Um, it's good they put it on Adult Swim where everyone can watch. Well, yeah, that's like that is like it. It does kind of suck, but like not everything can come to Crunchyroll. Unfortunately. No, I know. So it's I, just, I do it's, believe it's so this is irritating. like an Adult Swim project, though, right? It's not like they bought the rights to it. Like they helped animate it. Like it's this is you know it's. This is their in-house thing, but um, yeah, very annoying. Very, very annoying to get. I'll to figure like, a way. I'll figure out yeah. a way to watch it. But it's just—it's one of those funny things, right? It's like we have this conversation all the time. It's like when you tell someone you have a podcast, it's like, oh, what should you watch? It's like, God forbid, I want to recommend this show to somebody. It's like, okay, yeah. well, what you're gonna need to do is start by going back in time and getting to cable, and then. <laughs> You get it for free, so you're different. But you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like... Well, not free, but it's like, yeah. 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 You know. Just uh, just unreal. But I'll, I'll find a way to get it. But I wanted to... Before I ask you more about it, one clarifying point that I, mm. I need to correct myself. So it's... ESPN is doing a deal with... Um, it'd be Fox, ESPN, like NBC, and it would have everything on the ESPN networks, MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, college basketball, football, UFC, boxing, Formula One. It would have FS1, TBS, TNT, CBS, NBC. For a monthly price of seventy nine ninety nine. It's got to be a lot. But you've seen yeah. you've seen what these yeah. people pay for, like yeah, um, oh, yeah, these people. I'm thinking of sports fans, like the like I, I have friends that are way into basketball, yeah, and like their season passes are two hundred dollars to watch the game. Through um, through work, I have every now and then I kind of you know come. You know, if it actually makes sense with football, but like come football season, people going a little bananas about like their NFL red ticket or you know Sunday ticket, like not being ready to go. Like you know, like it's you know you do a you do a call there and you're like, buddy, this is all back end stuff. <laughs> like you know, like yeah. we're good. we'll get it for you, but like you're gonna have to watch it on CTV, unfortunately. <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah, and I think yeah. I said this last week. I don't want to repeat myself too much, but like even just being in, in Texas briefly, it's like just interesting watching Americans interact with each other. But like, oh, I'm from this place. You're from that place. So go Bills. No, no, no. Go fucking Bears. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the way they greet each other is often, who's your team? Sure. Oh, I know that area. It's like, I, I will say. This football is just so fucking big. It's like that here too, though. But like, we're just not those people. Like, we don't fit yeah. into that subculture. But like, I mean, I mean, Grant, I'm like six out of ten people. Like, it was brother. absurd. Well, eh. I don't have that. I don't, I have we, not been We have that. a very unique thing where we live, we're in like this trifecta of the Senators, the the Leafs, and the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. And it's just a perfect, like, you know, you're either one of those three teams, and it's usually one of the first things brought up. Like, when you talk to a man, you're like, oh, I'm a dweeb. I don't, I, yeah. you know, I don't. I watch anime. I have an anime podcast. So. Yeah. It's just weird. It's just, uh, <laughs> yeah. the football culture is, is yeah. it's a lot. Um, so, I, I take it you're going to watch Ninja Kamui weekly? Oh, one hundred percent. it's uh, it's incredible. It's um, our guy there, Kenjiro Suda, is the voice actor. Nanami is the voice main voice actor of the. I don't think he's I've, the protagonist. He's the protagonist. I don't think I've ever seen him in like a leading role. They should have led with that. I would have. I would have um, signed up. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's it's funny because I think you can probably tell from the marketing, but it it 
is clearly, clearly heavily inspired by John Wick. And oh, okay. in the first episode, there's actually like a couple like, oh, they just straight up borrowed that from John Wick. Like, I think kind of set the tone of what it is, but um, I don't know. It's cool. Like, it, it has um, a very interesting blend of like neo future, but it feels like kind of modern at the same time. Like, you know, there's a, there's a, like the opening scene that like, clearly takes place in what looks like a standard New York City, right? Mm. Like, kind of Gotham, like, you know, a little dark and grimy. And then, you know, after the first set piece, it kind of cuts to, we're in, like, a rural, you know, rural uh, America kind of thing. Yeah. And then you see, like, these, like, you know, these silos, like, these grain silos with, like, you know, LED lighting. And there's, like, you know how, like, you see in, um, like, in a dystopian show, like, kind of, like, overseas, you kind of see, some, like, the power lines are just, like, running everywhere. And it's all connected in, like, one web. They kind of have that thing mm-hmm. going between all these pillars. And it feels, like, very, very futuristic. Cyberpunky, almost. Very, but, like, like... Um, almost like like a time period where they're about to step into that genre. Right, like, okay. you know, technology hasn't fully become that. Um, early stages. And then, I don't know, it's just not a lot of talking. Like, just a lot of action. Like, you know, the actions are... Is that my alley? Yeah. Um, you know, like, it is very... Like, they definitely withhold a lot intentionally in this first episode. Um... Very, it kind of just like you know shotgun blast of like information like put figure it out yourself like sure again, it's you're not really you know i think this is like a revenge story again that's the john wickness of it i think and okay. uh they kind of not a silent protagonist obviously because you have his voice it'd be such a miss like be the the character that, yeah. <laughs> you know he doesn't speak all that much but yeah i don't know it's probably there, like there was just a couple kills. I was like, "Oh, whoa, okay, that's real violence." You know, like they're really showing it, and then uh, just great, like the flow of action. There, there's a there's a scene like the opening set piece that completely caught me off guard. I'm gonna remember it forever because I don't think I've ever seen that. Some someone's essentially like kind of uh, grappled and they're pulled like at different heights and angles, and the way the camera follows mm. them going was like Hollywood. Like, like, yeah, it was really, really cool. I think, uh, I think you'll get a huge kick out of it. But, I love. I there's something. I mean, this is gonna sound obvious when when I say it, but there's something like so much more visceral about like animation gore. You mm. know what I mean? Like when you see action or like certain fight sequences where people are getting fucking limbs chopped off and shit. Um, like when anime does it right, like God, mm. dude, I'm thinking of like some of those really disturbing scenes from Akira. Mm. towards the end like it, they can really they can really kind of get in your brain mm. uh, it made me think of and it's not quite on this level but did you see solo leveling this week i did of course yeah episode six i think yeah there's your spoiler winning but like we got like decapitations in this episode there's the like to like the like there's like the like when you know like the kind of like the big dark moment of the episode and he's kind of you know again spoiler but um massacring you know he has to get the quest he has to kill the guys and you know save himself and all that which you know i'd love to get into that but there's the shot of like him kind of just like doing like a quick like up and out like just yeah. and i was like oh whoa like i don't think i've seen that before they get yeah you can tell um you can tell that they want to make this show like pretty sakuga e mm. or sakuga oriented like they're trying for sure with these i haven't felt sequences. it yet though nothing is Nothing is, like, set in. I would agree that it, they have not blown me away. Yeah. But, like, you could tell that, like, they're like, okay, the action needs to be, like, kind of... 
front and center mm. with this show. It's never been bad. Um, no, I would say I it's think been the highlight is the snake, the snake boss fight so far in the previous Somewhere in episode. There, yeah. I would um, agree with that. I think, but uh, the spider fight was good. It was okay, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's violent, super oh, violent. And you had mentioned last week, like it is, it is, um, it is the same voice actor, right? Because like they changed his voice, like yeah, he, he's like, just like doing dropped it. an octave, <laughs> uh, and you know grew, grew a foot, dropped an octave, and, and is ripped now. But uh, he like the yelling that he did, very Aaron like this episode, because mm. you know he's taking human life and stuff, and there's all this like guys got range, blew yeah. out his lungs this episode. I appreciated that. It, it, it's interesting too because we. <laughs> It's funny because we're seeing so many vocal changes in him. We have like the original, yeah. you know, how he sounded at first, and then obviously like even the leveling, and you know, like you were joking, like the octave down. Yeah. And then like when he has like this moment where he just kind of like rolls into like the darkness of like fuck it, like you know, you want me to be this way, I'm gonna yeah. be this way, and then like it changes again. You're just like, whoa, holy cow, dude! Like, so, I have so much respect for vocal performances. Like, I think the solo leveling, it's weird that that's like the biggest highlight of the show so far is the voice acting from the main character. Yeah, that and uh, okay. Well, let's let's talk about this. So, I was interested by this, like, by the game telling him to like mm-hmm. to ice those dudes that were coming to him. I imagine we're gonna get questions answered in the fullness of time about like how does this shit work. But it's interesting to me. Like, I don't know if you've been spoiled on this. I have no information. But no, do you think the I, game I mean, can it's... force him to do shit he doesn't want to do? Like, in this instance, the game more or less told him, like, save yourself or your heart will stop. Like, but it was kind of like, you know what I mean? It was kind yeah. of like, do this or else, but, like, the thing I'm telling you to do is also in your best interest. I think I took it almost as, like, he signed a contract, right? Like, I almost wonder, and again, I, I have no spoilers. his, like, quote, like, this death is, in the f- Yeah, like, this is just, on. like, my, my, my headcanon, I guess, is... What if what if this whole gaming thing is a guy's, you know, like he did sign a contract with hypothetically with like a like a a planar being or a devil or a demon or whatever. Yeah, and it's just being trauma masked, you know, sure. for this right. And you know maybe that yeah. is what the game or the sent you know the sentience wants from him, or if it's literally just like hey, like you chose this is like the deal, like this is the game it's creating, right? Like who. It's, I don't know, it's, uh, I have thought about it a lot, because, or is it just a defense mechanism? Like, he has a purpose for something more, like, yeah. you know, like, we don't know if there's, like, ulterior motives for him being given a second chance, versus, like, you know, I think be malicious or survive. Yeah, I think the game is, quote, real, and not in his head, because he's able to pull physical objects out of it. Like, he can he has literal inventory that he has access to? I, st- I still wouldn't consider that. Like, if... if I could see that, like, it being, like, a very... Like, a... You know, like, if it is a trick or if it is, like... You know, like... I, and I'm not saying it is. Like, it, it's probably real. But, like... But you're saying they could animeism their way out of that through just, like, I anime so. logic? Yeah. Not even... I think fantasy rules. Like, you know, oh, possession rules. Like, you know, his, his brain has now been, like, placed in their hands, right? Like, they can do what they want with what he sees and visualizes and... You know, it could just be like an astral pocket he's putting into. Like the world is a fantasy world, right? Right. First, before we have like this new age game, you know, life mechanic kind of thing. So, I mean, uh, it would it would line up if like 
you know, maybe that, what was it, episode two, when all of his friends were killed and he was mm-hmm. sort of killed by that smiling statue thing. Like Iconic shot. So. It would be pretty straightforward if, like, that creature or whatever that thing was was behind all this mm. or something from that gate because because yeah. he got the prompt to accept those terms at his death at the end yes. of that episode right so like mm. saying that those things are linked is probably not a crazy assumption mm-hmm. anyway it's interesting it did you know the whole the whole way this has like followed like the rpg trajectory of like stat points leveling up objectives did like awaken something in me that i did not know was there i was like oh this is like scratching an itch i didn't know i had so then when you recommended shangri-la frontiers okay i'll give this another shot i think that i tried the first five minutes of it um probably when it came out maybe i think you had said it's good i don't i think i didn't get past the intro i was like because the intro was uh him beating that trash game that like yeah (laughs) Yeah. and i was just like uh, i'm out like it's just not for me and that's fine right like a miss Mm -hmm. is a miss not a big deal but then you had mentioned it again because i was really enjoying solo leveling so i'm like seven episodes in now (laughs) oh dude right now it's um the uh today was actually this week episode 18 was a huge like end of arc episode and the anime again i'm not going to touch it i'm going to go there but the animation you can like again you're seven episodes and you know what i'm talking about like it's yeah. never not great you know is it 18 episodes overall uh no we uh, there it's a 24 episode run so we still have uh, uh six, oh six so left. is it split into two cores is that why yeah the first the second core started maybe about six episodes ago okay 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 yeah. okay so yeah and, uh, it's kind of nice binging something i gotta be honest like oh dude yeah <laughs> just being like fuck it i'll throw it on i had yeah, a great it's... weekend you know i had some downtime this guy got 40 minutes to kill i'm gonna throw one of these in it's it is you know like this is gonna sound like to me it sounds like a huge conflict because like you and I are big you know proponents of like you know a seven is good like Revenger like this recoil like the yep, show yep. like an okay show yep. is more than enough the show is an eight you know like it's I think it just does that much more again the animation like you know seven episodes and there's probably been a couple couple good action scenes this probably like the big one where you, like the wolf in the beginning where he kind of gets his, oh yeah uh, that was pretty good that was but like killer. yeah so the past four episodes have been like straight on that scale like just nice. non-stop it's just yeah the yeah, i think really really good what's interesting about it is it's so hyper specific it's yeah, like that's what I was it's, telling it's you. weird with anime sometimes like okay you know that thing where x is y and you know what i mean like oh it's you have to explain it to someone it's like okay well this is a like it would be i'm trying to i'm butchering this it's like telling someone, oh, okay, this is an anime about a guy obsessed with RPGs. Yeah. It's like, okay, but it's not exactly that. Because it's a guy yeah. except, uh, obsessed with the worst RPGs that plays them in spite of them being bad. But it's mm-hmm. because he's such an avid... You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that that gamer exists. Sure, mm-hmm. there's plenty of them. Yeah. But it's like, it's just so many like... Th- like A layer on a layer. Yeah, on a layer. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just weird. Like having to explain... A, an rpg to someone who doesn't game is enough work mm-hmm. to begin with and now it's like you want to go like seven layers deeper you know it's just so uh like again i keep saying like it's just so specific and i think that's why i like it because you got to appreciate sometimes when an anime is unapologetic yeah. like it is very clearly its own thing mm. it is not i'm sure it's 
probably mainstream or when i say mainstream i mean I'm, I'm sure it probably has broad appeal among anime watchers i see nothing about it online okay yeah i, I assumed it was successful but maybe I'm wrong. it's doing I w- actually i was reading today um it is doing big big numbers in japan right now so but isn't, isn't it funny like my point was gonna be like i assume it's successful but it's i just appreciate that like they probably could have cast a wider net if it mm. were just a more generic vr anime but it's like mm-hmm. no that's not what they want to do like it's very specific i don't know I'd, but I, I love that they're like kind of up their own ass about it and like very like they're just telling the story that they want to tell they're literally talking to one group of people yeah and like whoever else is along for the ride enjoy yeah. it. but like it's they, they are talking to a very so i guess okay it's so like they targeted twitch doing? streamers only you know what i mean yeah 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 just hardcore mechanics yeah. gamers you know yeah. like there's a joke i, mean, I think uh Oh, no, maybe it was real. But there, there was just, like, a joke of, like, you know, um, oh, like, I'm going to skip this. Like, you know, yeah. like, I don't need the, I don't need the lore. <laughs> you know, like, I want to get... He skipped the starter town, dude. He skipped the starter... That was, yeah, that, that's one of the jokes. They kind of hit that a second time later. But, uh, yeah, he skips the starter town. Everyone's looking for him. Can't find him. He's yeah. <laughs> We've all done that. You're of not course. supposed to be in this area, you know? <laughs> and, of course, of course, like, the romantic interest, which so far, like, hasn't been cringe or fan service no, it doesn't. Um, it's just, it's silly like that. Like, that happens over and over. That's fine, dude. Yeah, it it's charming. To... It's funny. Yeah. It's cute without being yeah. fucking perverted. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, like it works. But the funny part is, like, of course she's, like, fucking level 90. You know what I mean? It's like, of course. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, oh, it's yeah, a good yeah. one, man. I think yeah. I'll be caught up not before too long. I'm away next week, and I think I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know, watch it on, on flights and shit, and... Yeah, it's great to have a show that I can just like flick yeah. on. Like, oh yeah, this is, this is gonna be good. Yeah, this is good. I I just my my biggest takeaway is I cannot get over how gorgeous it looks. Like the little like just the little things like the towns, the characters, the talk. Yeah. Like you know they the you know you see that a lot in anime, even like the shows that we love. Like even like kind of like the what we deem the upper echelon. Like there, you see like the shortcuts being made. And I feel like I've never seen those obvious shortcuts in the show. Like they show the conversations being had. They don't, they don't have like, you know, you see the backs of them. There's, you know, the voices, you know, VA is still playing over it. Then it cuts to them. Then they jump into the audio. Like none of that. It just shows everything. Like it's, it's very fluid. Yeah. That way. But, uh, great world building it's crazy we're becoming a fucking fantasy podcast free run solo leveling yeah shangri la it's uh it's having moshuko is gonna be like this summer right april no couple oh of a month or two yeah spoiled i'm down with it yeah dude. boy what else have you been watching um free run obviously um yeah not nothing like a, not a crazy episode i don't nothing think calm for the storm calm. that's definitely what this is yeah yeah because uh it changes everything if you were in fact correct which i'm assuming you were about it being 28 episodes rather than 23 it has to be so if that's accurate then i think you know we should probably adjust our expectations to be we'll probably get through all three challenges well maybe maybe not this challenge was like fucking four episodes right so maybe not Hmm. it'll be tight it's gonna be like try with tournament they cut it out early something bad happens yeah yo you know what i I can't help myself. I have to say this. Um, I'm pretty sure David Yates took over the Harry Potter movies around book four. And I I really think some of those decisions that he made, especially in the Triwizard Tournament, like, yeah. 
Harry returning with Cedric Diggory's body to mm. a band playing a full, like, fucking mariachi sequence. It wasn't mariachi, but... <laughs> Big band. Yeah. That's gotta be one of the dumbest fucking decisions anyone's ever made on, on a film. It's like, what the fuck were you thinking? It's just like... I... I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get what he was going for. Like, yes, sure. there would be confusion in this moment. And in the books, there was confusion. Like, Harry yeah. arrives with the corpse of a fellow competitor. Hmm. But it's like, he'd just been through this, like, harrowing, traumatic ordeal. The character is supposed to be, like, succumb- like in tears, in shock, not wanting to let go of, like, a body. Like, it's supposed to be this pretty real moment. And he just witnessed some pretty horrific shit. Not to mention, like, the literal ghost's of his parents embodied. Sure. You know what I mean? To yeah. go from that to like a... Like, get it, guys? It's like, what are you... Do- you you're you going for an easy laugh now? I I just... I revisit those movies because they had such an impact on my childhood. Mostly the books. You know this. Everybody yeah. knows this. But it's like... Everybody. <laughs> but yeah, The listeners. I just... What were, what were you thinking? Yeah. Well, that's the one, too. Like, I... A, it's my least favorite book in the series, <sighs> and it's the only uh, the movie I've only read like or watched the one time. So like, I've all like books. the little details that got wrong. One of your favorite? One of my favorite books. I just because uh, I think, and I'm not here to belabor that or argue that because I think like I I think you know one thing that is great about those books is I think you can make a pretty good case for any of them. They I think oh yeah. What one of the best things that you know I know it's not popular to give her praise these days. But I think one of the really strong things about those books is that, like, she kind of tackles a new genre with every book in her Mm. own Harry Potter way. Sure. Harry Potter, like, for Goblet of Fire is, like, kind of her take. It's as close as you're going to get as a PG noir can really get. There's murder. There's mystery. There's writing on the walls. Prisoner of Azkaban, I think, did it first, though. Yeah, but the Barty Crouch stuff, man. She oh, the yeah. fucking the stuff, she, the clues she leaves in the in the in book four, uh, yeah. huh? <laughs> that, the, probably my, my biggest takeaway is like David Tennant as Barty Crouch, like do that, father. Like how? <laughs> like with the the, the cord or whatever. It gets I mean, who who is uh was it Richard Gammon, the new Dumbledore? Yeah, Richard Gammon. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we again we have yeah, these like, truly yeah. legendary actors and david tennant richard gambin and david yates directing them making them look like fucking idiots like yeah. what i wonder like, what his direction been, was there's been a lot of like uh i have noticed people kind of like flipped on richard gambin like he's he's said some pretty dumb things the past couple of years of like just I didn't give the, a fuck the person yeah, it's just like oh. the role. Like he's like, I don't care if people didn't like that. He's like, I don't care if it's different from the books. Like sure. being a little old man, a little old oh, man yeah. about it, which is weird. Oh, it's like him. Him and Brian Cox recently have just been kind of like looking back on their career, saying "fuck you" to all the decisions that were made, and whatnot. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, fucking. It's just so interesting because like I feel like the word about or the. Uh discussion just about directors in general mm-hmm. is really interesting right now. Like you know. The immediate counterpoint I have to this is, and we've talked about it ad nauseum, so we don't have to again, but like is Greta Gerwig and Barbie. Mm, it's like yeah. you took something that could and maybe should have been shitty. Like, let's just be real, right? Sure. Like, remember, like, before we knew who was starring and directing and all that shit, like, when people said, oh, do you hear there's going to be a Barbie movie? Like, you yeah. got to be honest. 99 reactions. Yeah. We're like, yeah, I can't wait. Like, yeah. who's yeah. taking that seriously? 
Mm-hmm. But, like, you put it in the helm, uh, or somebody at the helm of it who's, like, fucking confident. And uh, you can really subvert expectations. And it's just like, God damn, David Yates. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Just very personally affronted by what he did to those movies. Um, okay, well, okay. Man, Bobby segues today. Speaking <laughs> of directors, yeah. <laughs> check this yeah. one out. Get it. Uh, so, I think I, I DM'd you this. But uh, rumors currently circulating uh, about Tom Cruise joining... Tarantino's final film called The Film Critic, which is also rumored to what they say starring Brad Pitt. I don't mm. quite know what that means because I think he was eyeing somebody else. Like it's about a specific film critic, I think, from the seventies. I believe so, yeah. And I think he has someone in mind, but maybe starring Brad Pitt in like maybe Brad Pitt is a star who gets well, a bad review from this critic. I don't know. I found it interesting when they announced, when Quentin announced this is like officially what he was doing. Yeah. The first thing, the first words that came out of his mouth were Sean Penn. So I'm wondering if like Sean Penn's going to be like kind of the pseudo lead and Brad put Brad Pitt kind of repeating what he did on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Kind of just being like that. Oh yeah. Like he's like the support, but he's like kind of the the co-lead for a third of the movie or the lead for a third of the movie. But Tom Cruise though. Holy shit. Oh my God. we're, We're talking like, I just... You know, I know, I know people goof on him, and I know he's said some dumb things, and he's a part of a cult. It's a fucking fact, but like, yep. the man can fucking act, but he doesn't act anymore. Like, I, I this could be one of the biggest treats. You cut, you, you like, don't. We we just, um, you know, Tarantino has this kind of famous rant on you don't really have stars anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not, he's not that wrong. You know, you have to listen to him in, in full context, right? Sure. Yeah. He talks about how people don't go to see. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. It's Iron Man they're going to see, right? Sure. And to take that example, it's it was really like Robert Downey Jr. had more money than God at the end of that franchise. Mm. Could do what he want, but like, what does he do? He says, "No, fuck it. I'm going to go to a critically acclaimed director and do a character piece, mm. completely different. Mm-hmm. All but has the Oscar secured at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like Tom Cruise, like." probably also has more money than God and like doesn't have to work with like a critically acclaimed director because he's at the level where he's literally now making personal deals with studios. He's the one running. So he's not beholden to anyone. So it'd be like, it's, you know, him, like, can you, like, I've heard pretty interesting stories about like the Tarantino sets and how he runs those. It's like, can you imagine Tom Cruise showing up to work on like that in my mind doesn't go well, but it's like, please just do it. Please just do it because we need this now. Because I can you, say, you know say what I mean? you want about Tom, but I think he has proven time and time again, regardless of the genre and the type of film he is making, he takes movie making very seriously. That's and so, I think he, that's he where true love of movies. I think that's where him and Tarantino would like one hundred percent mesh, and yeah. I think that's what could make that partnership or that you know that movie making friendship. Uh, a gem. It's a, syner- it's a synergy you want to see. Like, don't oh, Leo's you... supposed to be in the critic, too. Don't... <sighs> Fucking all-star. It's like, yeah. it's it's his last one. He's assembling his all-star cast, plus one legend of his era that he hasn't had. Yeah. Don't you want to hear, like, and also, sure, like, give Cruz some stunts if he wants. If that's, like, in his contract where he has to, like, attempt to break his own leg in every movie, fine. But, like, don't you want to hear Tarantino dialogue coming out of Cruz's mouth actually acting? Mm. It's like... Because, you know... Correction. Leo is supposed to be the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Oh, that's okay. What it is. Okay, that's, okay. That's what but, you know what I mean? It's just like... 
because we we talked about Tom Cruise getting older, and it's like mm. all the head trauma. It's like you just don't know how much time he's got left for this kind of thing. I'm gonna find that clip, dude. I'm going to find it. <laughs> if I have to contact Cineplex to be like, I need your adverts from yeah. the the Maverick run. <laughs> He was not good, dude. Yeah, really, really good. but uh, yeah, it's just not. Uh, it's just not all that surprising. Head trauma scares the hell out of me, man. Yeah, man. It's. Uh, I saw a pretty good comic, and you might have sent me this. This little bit. I'm gonna butcher it. I'm, so this is not my. This is not my bit. But the bit was, I think the, Taylor Swift NFL, <laughs> partnership is genius. You mm. know, from a marketing perspective, you know, you've seen some of the stats, market research firms. It's like she's created hundreds of millions of dollars worth of marketing value just by bringing new eyes to the NFL because mm. Swifties are watching the games just to oh, see yeah. her. They broke through. Swifties probably have children, right? It'll send more people to the NFL. What will that do? More head trauma, more Swift fans. <laughs> Brutal. To be fair, I actually polished that a little bit. There but um, yeah, kind of funny. Uh, oh, dude. I will say I was getting like I understand the Taylor Swift thing and like you know I'm not gonna get into the conspiracy but I was watching the game with Leanne and Corinne Corinne's like oh we're gonna see Taylor Swift I'm like oh oh yeah come watch football with me this is nice yeah you know you know showing her how the game works and all it was it was a nice moment and uh, she was like yeah like it would like cut to you know Taylor Swift and just be like eh, it would like come and gone and yep. she was like. Then, like, halftime show the two of them piece. I'm like, all right, see, see you guys later. But yeah. it's, uh, I don't know, it was it was a little too much, I found. Especially in the second half of the game. It was like, come on. Like, every time he made contact with anything, it was it would cut to her. You, get, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's transparent, but you also understand it. It's like she, it's interesting, just the value she brings anywhere she goes. I mean, I get that she's a lightning rod, controversial and all that, but it's like, yeah. God, she is... I don't think she's that controversial. I, I think. Well, I say controversial. I mean, people poo pooing her because she's like the big thing, oh, right? Yeah. You did, NFL fans fun. being angry about it. It was hilarious seeing Roger Goodell freaking kissing the ring, though. The photos of him up in her in her box. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, like, of course. Bitch ass. <laughs> oh, you know what? We're on the NFL. We're on the NFL. I don't think this was technically released. During the Super Bowl, or maybe it was, maybe like yeah. online, but the Deadpool three trailer. I did. Uh, I did look away from that one. I was oh like leaving. Man. Yeah. Fuck. You're going zero dark rant on that. Hundred percent. I'm super. I, I love those movies. Are great. I'm, I, I I want yeah. the jokes to be new and fresh to me. Okay. So I don't blame you whatsoever for that. I will say with no spoilers whatsoever for you or the audience. Like, I think the big question was, like, how do they, like, is it still Deadpool? Is it still rated R under Disney? Yeah, and I think based off the trailer, the answer is yes. Um, in that, like, they have maintained, you know, it's hard to say. Like, if they had a hundred percent creative control, which I'm sure not even they did, but they probably yeah. had a lot. Um, how much of that did they retain? Who mm. knows? I'm, you know, I'm really interested, uh, just because like you and I, and I think a lot of people, frankly, are probably pretty out of the loop of the current. And uh, whatever phase we're in on the MCU side, and this technically has to tie into that. So it's like, I wonder how much of this movie were they like, it's like, hey, you gotta make sure this connects to fucking this one, this one, and this one, right? Like, I'm curious about that. Because I could already see a couple things like, oh, right. Like, they gotta do this. Um, Or they have to, you know, pay, they have to make note of like certain things just because they're in that, they're in the MCU now, which is very interesting. 
Um, <laughs> but the language, the jokes, it's like, oh, okay, so it is still Deadpool. I think in a in a you know because when this was announced and like you know the you know like the big question you know like you said like is it going to be rated R da 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 you know but that was when that was announced and a lot of the filming started we were still kind of we were in the weeds still of like the Disney Plus stuff and like yep. post you know Avengers and I think now full circle I think it's going to be very advantageous for them for this to be itself yeah and kind of I think it might actually like help help fix you know this is like brand manager talk but i think it might help the brand a little bit no i agree i, saw, I mean i did see on reddit i think it was on like you know it was like you go on reddit it was like it posted 10 different times each with like you know like a thousand yeah. comments on them everyone seems convinced they're gonna make a fucking jonathan majors joke in the movie and i'm like there's no way they're gonna touch that like that's still like litigation is still like at play right now. yeah they're not gonna come swinging for him but everyone seems to think they're gonna throw a couple Punches at uh, Jonathan Majors. Maybe, but. I mean, it wouldn't be crazy. Because you. I could see maybe a Kang joke. Like, oh, yeah. not. Don't mention Jonathan Majors by yeah. name, but. Well, like, I think it's more or less. Take like, a dig at Kang. Like, that's. Yeah. You, you never know. Yeah. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be down with it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, would, I have specific thoughts because of what I saw in the trailer, but I will, I will leave those out. Mm. Uh, but I bet uh, people there are definitely there's definitely a significant portion of people in mine and your category in that it will probably be my first movie back since the end of the Infinity Saga phase, which technically ended with No Way Home. Did Doctor Strange come out after? Oh shit, my bad. Completely forgot yeah. about Doctor Strange. I did see I that. I like that. For what no, it was, no, that was, was fine. I, I, I saw that in fine. theaters. So, yeah. So, in this phase, I've seen one movie in theaters, and this will be the yeah. next. TV shows. Yeah, I gave Maybe, maybe. I will say, you think we've like, heard quite a few people, like, really talk up Echo to me the other day, and I was like, I'm not going to, but I appreciate your insight. <laughs> yeah, same. You know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you can, I, I've heard, yeah. I've heard Loki season two is better yeah. in every way. Than season yeah. one, and I it's like the it. best thing they've put out, and it's just like yeah. I'm not fucking doing it. Like I'm just not. It was no parties involved. Like it was no one's fault. It was just as I was watching it, I just I felt so much of the slog. Yeah, just there. It's just there. Like whether you want it or not. Like people can agree with me. Leave me alone. It, to me, it felt like it. But uh, yeah, no, freaking feels like every fucking family meal I go to. <laughs> it's like. I was like, to get around to Echo yet? Are you talk about that on the podcast? I'm like, no, I'm not actually. I haven't and I won't. Oh, dude. I thought you meant watching Loki feels like a family meal. And I was like, oh. that's hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Wow. Not bad. Uh, fuck, that's, that's funny. funny. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to move on. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yo, Bobby Segways. Last one Let's out of me. Speaking of things that feel like slogs. Mm. True Detective season four has one episode to try and salvage a ship, a ship, a plane in the air with no engines. <laughs> episode five had huge numbers. Did you see that? No, the penultimate yeah. that aired. Yeah. Uh, oh, because they put it out. Because um, yeah. they put it out a day early for the uh, ahead of the Super release, Bowl. right? Yeah. Or ahead of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, good ending to the penultimate episode, but. Still don't feel it, eh? No, and it's difficult, right? Like, I the entire dedicated subreddit is just become to an... It has just... Which, like, you could make a pretty 
easy argument for is like that's obviously going to be like an echo chamber for the most passionate arguably critical fans of the of the series so like it's maybe not super shocking that like the entire thing is just dunking on the entire series and how season how stupid it is right now Mm. but i think like the if and if i could give it to you in a nutshell i think the mystery and plot of the show is actually decent like Mm. it's legit interesting and i don't quite know where what the answer is i have a couple theories on like what you know who the bad guy is kind of a thing um but like the ones that i've got are pretty low-hanging fruit and pretty stupid so i'm hoping that that's not the case Mm. while you simultaneously hope that like it's not something so far-fetched just because you know yeah you gotta thread the needle right that this is always the problem with any good mystery it's like how do you subvert the expectations of the audience in that it's a surprise that you didn't see coming, but also has enough breadcrumbs that it's not crazy? Yeah. It's very, very difficult to do. And, like, you know, expecting perfection is like you're just preparing yourself for disappointment, which, again, is, I think, like, another reason why just calling it True Detective when it has no relation to the creator is, like, maybe just a little questionable even especially when you consider that the creator of the show couldn't live up to the first season. It's just tough, man. Yeah. They have yeah. a lot running against them. So there's that. So the the actual plot, I think, is decent. I think the and uh, the cinematography and uh, soundtrack are also decent. All three of those things I would consider above average. Like, when you think about the number of crime shows that are on TV, hmm. like, the, the amount of them that come out per year, we just don't watch a lot of them, right? Well, yeah, that's like major network TV. We're exactly. Not really, that's like, not, yeah. That yeah. We're not there, and like, so this is probably a cut above a lot of them, I'm going mm-hmm. to guess. But, okay, but, do, but you, do you feel like it's in that camp, but on HBO? Or do you feel like it, it comes from, like, the True Detectives or the, the Wire? Like, it, does it feel have that, does it feel like it has that prestige status? This is the problem. This is, that's like the best no. question. This is the best question you could have asked, because it feels like it's in the former like it's in the camp of like this is probably just better than average network television that happens to be on hbo like really good network television because yeah and network television can be fucking good or it's it's or it's like it's an hbo quality series that probably won't be remembered as one of their bigger hits like does it feel like a thursday night show airing on a sunday night sometimes yeah yeah it's hit or miss i think okay what i've tried to distill it down to is i think the show is doing 50 percent plot Mm. sometimes 40 percent plot and 60 percent character Mm. and and some like some of the character stuff works so little that at times i'm wondering like is it a miscast like when you're sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck is bothering me about this scene and it's everything like that's a bad sign (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. is it the chemistry between Jodie Foster and the other girl? Is it that neither of them are doing their best work? Is it that the is it that the dialogue is so clunky that no one could do a good job? Mm. It's like you, you, we talked about like the bear season two and some of these forced character moments, mm. and you feel it when they're yeah. forced. The, the, there's minimum two or three of these per episode, and it's like, what about the mystery though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just yeah, I don't know. Like, it's probably a seven, but, like, you know, some of there are elements of it that are like, oh, this is an eight. 
Like the, yeah. the plot might be innate. Cinematography, the night country theme. I've said this over and over again. Is like fucking good. Hmm. Like some of the cinema. Like I, I wonder if they actually shot in Alaska because I think like they did. They probably you know, did Alberta. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but like part of the thing uh, is like you know it involves uh, contact with a lot of it, an indigenous community, and I, <laughs> I remember reading that a lot of the actors. And a lot of that stuff is, like, authentic. So I was like, oh, maybe they did go... Because it's supposed to be set in Alaska. So I was like, fuck, maybe they did. Because some of the shots they're getting are, like... Good God, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, but, yeah. Like, some of it is just like, okay, dude, come on. Like, I don't know. I just find myself rolling my eyes a lot. And it's uh, it's tough. Really? Wow. Or, or just being, like, sitting there being like, I want to like this. But I'm just not. I don't know. It's hard to get out of your own, own head and... I'll say it again and again. Like I think they should just probably ditch the name. You know what's funny? And so so should Nick Pizzolatto come. If if in some weird turn of events, Mm -hmm. this does so bad that HBO's like, okay, we'll bring you back, even though you're a dick. Even if that happens, he should ditch the name. Even he can't escape the name. Mm. He, you know what I mean? Again, I liked season two. Season three was pretty good, but like, yeah chasing after that dragon was like the biggest mistake they ever made i, I feel like but um yeah i will say i really you know what I, I really like Mar- marashal ali and his performance in season, like especially like the dementia stuff in season I three was really good that's probably underrated yeah. um i think season two is probably good but yeah. it was the uh un probably unfairly compared to season one right and if we had known like, in hindsight, it's like, yeah, of course it wasn't better better than season one. Like, of course. So it like wasn't just lightning in a bottle. That was, like, a storm in yeah. a bottle. Like, I think that everything. probably deserves, honestly, the, season two and three probably deserve a rewatch. Because I remember really digging Mahershala yeah. um, in, in season three. And then, like, yeah, I was a little disappointed with season two. But it was, like, in retrospect, won't most people be disappointed with season two yeah. if they're looking for... It did It did go a little off the rails, but I remember early days of that, of, like... I thought Vince Vaughn was great. The whole, like, kind of... Oh, right. Like, Low-level low level mob. Like, clearly, yeah. like, a player, but, like, not, like, a, you know, like, a huge, yeah. like, you know... Like, there's bigger criminal outfits out there. I thought that was really fascinating. I agree, because in so many... Yeah. In so many mob storylines and so many shows like that it's like oh this guy runs the whole city and it's like yeah. Vince Vaughn's just trying to get out of a fucking club you know what I mean yeah. or casino he has a casino casino he yeah. Has a casino, yeah Colin Farrell was good yeah uh, Richard McAdams was great too agreed they all yeah. went a little outside their Kitch op- Taylor Kitch was good yeah you know Riggins. Vince Vaughn might have been the weaker <laughs> of the four yeah, well, that was like, it was just like a separate plot line right like it was like it was like story A yeah and then story C and there was like no real middle one and then they kind of touched and breached but like it wasn't it wasn't much but uh, it probably could have yeah could have polished that up a little bit did you see last, last thing on this just because I, I forgot that you like season two did you see that like you know there was a subreddit for true detective and like there were a couple people that had some pretty interesting and gnarly theories about what season two was really about okay that just like were handled pretty poorly in the development of the show and that it's all kind of a I I can't remember what the fan theory was but the fan theory it was along the lines and stick with me because I'm butchering sure. it and I'm doing this off of like six years ago memory don't worry I'm on the, I'm on the road but it was something about like a fan theory was like I think this is the story about four people who are like trapped in hell 
and they have to like re you know it's all a metaphor for like they're they have to conquer some of their demons and they all have these individual battles and some of them are linked and some of them are not hmm. but it's all a metaphor or a retelling of like this biblical story okay. and it got like pretty good acclaim on reddit which means nothing and then like yeah. two years ago or like three nick pizzolato in an instagram post was like someday i'll write a whole essay about how this story is really about these people trapped in hell but that's for another time and he kind of confirms this major Whoa. fan theory that like had been really underserved and because season two never really got the critical acclaim and maybe if maybe if people had loved it yeah he may have been he may have opened up and talked about it more but like sure you could he tell he was like it. yeah he's kind of just like okay here's a breadcrumb like but it kind of, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, dig that up that post. That is worth a rewatch with that fresh information. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. see if I can dig up the post and the post of him acknowledging yeah, yeah. it. Because it's pretty interesting. Uh, and Mahershala in season three was just fucking bonkers. So one last thing on True Tech. I think you'll find this funny. And this is kind of a bit of a callback for us. So I, I did attempt to watch the first episode uh, of, last week. Of season uh, four? Night Country, yeah. Oh, nice, okay. When I went in through like uh like you know h or the crave like just like searching through uh the app i typed in true detective and tokyo vice came up and i <laughs> yeah, was like yeah, yeah. oh shit i, I rewatched the pilot of tokyo vice instead of night country are you kidding no i'm not kidding and uh i'm probably gonna finish tokyo vice like, just, again, like fresh eyes i thought I, you know again like the what's what's his name there the guy we wish was miles teller yeah, um, no, yeah. Don't, but... <laughs> don't count on me remembering his name. <laughs> Is it uh, not Alden Airbreak? He's uh, the other I guy. I don't care. Anyways, what about him? Like he—he's still bad. Like I think it's awful. Like I don't—I don't enjoy his face on any screen. But like all everything else, like the real, like the Japan side of things. <laughs> I don't and, care. Like, yeah. You know, like just they have such a stacked cast and like just the yeah, like, the newsroom stuff. You know, outside of him and all that. It's getting a second season that's coming soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's funny. Apparently, season one and like was fucking awesome, and it's like oh. No. Arr, it's arr, funny though maybe. because that like we're, we were of the same mind. I love pieces of that show. Pieces. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just want to cut him out of it, but I I Awful. saw, I heard about season two as well, and I saw they're they're doing like season one recaps on YouTube, and I, I was like, fuck man, should I just watch the recap and like hope season two is better? But I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll wait for you to report back on like yeah. how season one wraps up, and and maybe I'll, I'll I'll give it another go. I'll never forget. I was watching the second episode, and Leanna came in to the living room, and she watched. There's a there's a scene, a dinner scene between him and the other American girl. It's like they're working as a hostess or whatever. Yeah. And watching them talk back and forth, and it was just like, you know, like Harvard or Princeton talk, like just like wordy for like the sense of wordiness and like yeah you know young people talking like they know that it was it was a very ridiculous scene and Leanna walked in watched the whole scene stood up she goes that was the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen <laughs> i just like got up walked out didn't like stick around for like a laugh or whatever like just gone fuck and, like your, left fuck you and your stupid what show you, dude <laughs> like holy shit that's so out of character you know how bad a show has bad. to be for someone to leave the house <laughs> <laughs> you know i'd rather go do groceries yeah yeah i don't know i'll give it a spin like we have a weird uh an odd i currently have an oddly heavy live action rotation right now because well true detective one episode left i'm i'm some cost i gotta watch it but i'm that and uh masters of the air and we were trying to rotate um the wire in right but with these two on weekly it's wire's been on pause that's a lot heavy 
So I think heavy. we'll wrap up Night Country. That'll open up a slot elsewhere, maybe The Wire, and then uh, and then Masters of the Air. You know, we'll watch just once weekly. But is there anything else? I don't yeah. Know well, we're yeah we're just watching Criminal Record for. Oh yeah, because you know. Well, and, and uh, that's I'm not even sure when that ends. I'm not sure if it's like an eight or ten run. And we're on seven uh, airs tomorrow. And we're on Apple TV, the sub for Apple TV, because Masters of the Air, and there's all this other shit on there. Silo, dude. You've mentioned that. I think Silo's probably the next move, like mm. to for for live action. So I got there's one. I, um, there's one coming out. Early reviews on it has. Uh, is it? Is it Nomi Nomi Rapace is in it? Uh, but that's also getting a lot of huge buzz. A lot of people evolved from Silo and Severance, I believe. Are oh, really? So, I oh. wish I had the name. So and, and, and uh, you know, the the only other live action thing, and I'm a, we haven't watched it. I think we're three or four episodes in. But we are, we have been poking at the, uh, at the Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So, I watched uh, the second episode, yeah. Okay, so I'm probably past you then. So we're, I think I'm three in, maybe four. Um, oh, yeah. how are you liking it? Good. Like, still, good. Um, still same? Yeah, yeah. Like, no spoiler. I'm just trying to think. No, it's good. It's it's progressing, like, smoothly. I am intrigued. It's a great, like, dinner show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to probably keep watching that. I just got to get one of these other, other things off my plate. I found it interesting. There is a very, you know, because we were talking, when we were talking about the, the pilot, how... You know, it felt very Atlanta and how, like, there's that whole thing where... Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe we didn't talk about it. Maybe I just read it, but, like, um, did we talk about the whole uh, uh, Phoebe... Is it Waller Bridge? Like, yeah. Her involvement? So, we, we talked about, on the pod, I think we talked about the fact that they were in it together and then she exited. And then... She kind of got pushed out a little bit. Offline, yeah. you said... After that, yes, you sent yes, me yes, the yes. article, but we didn't talk about the article. Okay. So, yeah, I guess, like, to sum it up was they were together. He brought on writers and team from Atlanta. And then yeah. the writer's room. I, they kind of, they quoted that, like, she wasn't familiar with how American writing rooms work. He said And, like, it was, like, like a that, weird yeah. environment. I'm like, what the fuck? Anyways, like, I'm sure she, weird she way knows. To throw like, she's a very talented writer. Like, I think she knows how that shit works. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, so she left. And then, you know, the show. Anyway, so you watch the pilot. You're like, oh, that kind of makes sense because it feels very much like Atlanta. And there's that scene in the second episode where they're trying, John Turturro is like the target and they're trying to draw oh my God. the truth scene. By the way, the moment I saw John Turturro, I was like, Grant's going to love this. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> and like, again, like he crushes like at everything he does. Like he, he definitely t- played like a weirder version. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a little, but I think that was the scene. And I think that was like them like really actually like striking the Atlanta iron. But I, th- I don't think, I think they tried to two, like it was two tones to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like I did, like the scene, like again, it was meant to be a very awkward and like kind of silly scene and over the top. But like, it was just like they had, like switched the lens, like oh we're shooting Atlanta, and it didn't fully work. I, was, I like, agree with you, that. You could see them trying to do that, but it's not, you know. And then it goes back to normal stuff. Like oh, this also feels like Atlanta, but this feels more kind of natural. But uh, getting rid of the body, like it's a uh, that whole that was fucking gross. Well, the whole sequence was just a little weird because your point, yeah. like it was a little Atlanta y in that like. They we're playing on, um, on how surreal the situation is. Yes. Right. Um, but you are also trained killers. You are also people that have killed. You know what I mean? It's like, which mm-hmm. one are you? Are you freaked out and like uncomfortable 
and like forgetting that you're a professional assassin here or like or like what yeah i think the point they is they struggled like with tone professional tone i think yeah they they came in swinging with the tone that they wanted i yeah. believe and it did originally it kind of it hit but i think they grounded it too quickly yeah and yeah. then it became it kind of became like a slapstick where in atlanta they would say no we're gonna hold your attention for 30 minutes yeah on the absurdity of this and then you know you realize you're out of it like you know it becomes clear when you're outside of it you're just like whoa and you think back on it that was where that show really succeeded and crushed you know like you you rolled with it till it truly ended this felt kind of ripped out they continue to make yeah. interesting momentum choices yeah uh okay. so i'm you know i've got several more episodes to go so i'm, I'm interested sure. to see where it where it ends um okay i, th- I think i'm good homie i think this was yeah, I got one little thing. I just think it'd be the fan or you know listeners would really enjoy this. So it came out today. I'm not sure if all four parts are out, but Crunchyroll and a studio in France called Delta Rocket uh, made a almost over an hour documentary on the 25 years of Studio Bones, with interviews from Full Metal Brotherhood cast, Mob Psycho, or you know production people from. Mob Psycho and Full Metal and My Hero and like it's I don't know apparently it's we don't get like we don't really get this kind of stuff right like it's yeah that's awesome and in depth and I haven't I haven't watched it yet it came out today so anyone listening tomorrow it's out like I said I don't know if it's all four parts or if it's just the first one but uh, you know we're huge fans of is it, all a lot of the stuff they've yeah. done so is it just called like Studio Bones documentary or what is it called um, it is called it's it has a silly name it's Studio Bones twenty five years like. Okay, but if you if you look up Studio Bones on Crunchyroll, um, before we hopped on Mike, I went to the. It was on the splash page. Oh, Crunchyroll. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like all the shows you just mentioned are like all timers. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to forget sometimes when you think about a studio just as like this apparatus, this vague thing. You forget like the stuff in their repertoire. Studio Bones has done so much good shit. Yeah, especially it, yeah. It shaped our you know our. See now it's not on the splash page. It's all good. But, uh, yeah. No, but check that out. Like, it's, like I said, documentaries. We don't, we don't get that kind of thing, so. Should we say, huh? Uh, where is it? Yeah. Okay. Bones 25, Dreaming Forward. Bones 25, Dreaming Forward. All right. I'll and put it on the old... first uh... two episodes are up. Perfect. All right. How long are they each? Uh, 25 minutes. Let's go, dude. Yeah. There's going to be four in total, I read. Killer. Yep. That's great, Rack. Yeah. Watch it on a plane. Yeah, boy. All right, homies. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check out um, our TikTok, Instagram. Amazing, I didn't plug those already. Uh, at Part Time Otaku Podcast. Follow us there. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever else you listen to podcasts. Do the appropriate social media thing on the appropriate social media platform. Uh, we may or may not be back uh, next week. I'm gone. Grant may or may not do a solo episode. But either way, we'll be back in short order. So uh, as long as you're subscribed, you won't miss anything. Okay? So do that. And uh, we'll see you next week. Grant, you may go ahead and say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers.